G'day, welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And welcome to our review and rank series for 2023. And today is all about the nation of Ireland. Ireland, yes. Good friends of Australia in general life. The Aussies and Irish get on very well. We do tend to, don't we? We do tend to. I mean, in the early years of Eurovision, they weren't always super kind to us. I just think they had a bit of an issue us coming in. Mm-hmm. But um, over time, I think that relationship has improved. And hey, we gave Brooke... Uh, third place in our televote in the semi-final last year and she's touring the country as we speak. Yes, very popular indeed she is at the moment. Well, let's have a quick chat about a little bit of history here on Ireland. Now, quite famously, no other nation has won the Eurovision Song Contest more times than Ireland. And won't they tell you about it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they will. Now, they have won the contest no less than seven times with their last victory coming in 1996. Now, recent history has not been so kind to the Irish, however. Since 2014, Ireland have only qualified for the grand final once in eight attempts. That was 2018 when Ryan O'Shaughnessy came 16th in Lisbon. They are currently on a run of three non-qualifiers, including Brooke, who finished an unlucky 15th in semi-final two in Torino in 2022. Yeah, I'm still very surprised with that result. I thought it could have done a bit better, to be honest. Pretty treated a bit harshly. All right, well, who do they have this year to try and break this non-qualification streak? Well, this year we have Wild Youth with We Are One. Well, Wild Youth, they're a four-piece indie rock band from Dublin. They were formed back in 2016, so, you know, not too fresh, but they've been around for a, a number of years. Now, they've toured with, like, a Lewis Capaldi and Westlife, and they released a mini-album in 2019, but they're still kind of establishing themselves. And this has been a great event for them to do so, because they won Eurosong, which was the Irish national final, where they took out the national jury the public vote and came second in the international jury to book their place in Liverpool. Now, it must be noted also that they did write the song, but with a Swedish songwriter, Jürgen Elofsson, who has worked with Britney Spears back in the day, did like You Drive Me Crazy, a lot of great artists over the years, but also things like Guy Sebastian after he won Australian Idol. X-Factor winning songs from the UK like Shane Ward, some Swedish Melfest things like Mariette. He wrote a Eurovision song, uh, Dying to Try for Ireland in 2017, didn't qualify. And he also wrote the song In the Mirror from the Eurovision movie itself. Oh, the, the one, one Demi Lovato did. Yes, before she got blown up. Yeah, the one that was favourite apparently to win that Eurovision. <laughs> so... And kind of an interesting uh, songwriter, which I thought might have a place to play in discussions about this song. Mm, Possibly, because I think he's had a heavy influence, may I say. All right, let's talk about some of the pros on this one, Dale. There is a familiarity to this song in both its sound and its structure that is just not too challenging for audiences to get their head around. So very accessible, very consumable. Yeah, it has a real nice, positive kind of arena anthem sound to it. I think it can kind of suit the environment it's going to be in. 
And I think that pre-chorus particularly builds really lovely and then you have this kind of just nice easy chorus to kind of hang on to and you're going to get it by the end of the song. Yeah, it is that anthemic quality to the chorus that I think really gives the strength of this song to be honest and it is something that should work at Liverpool. We talk about hooks and uh, memorability and it won't take much for people to remember this, especially that chorus. Yeah, and it actually went through a little revamp after the national final, and I think it really improved it. I think they have this little kind of guitar moments that really kind of harp back to a very U2 sound, something I think if you played that to someone and they'd go, where's it from? It's like, well, it kind of sounds like U2, so it's probably Ireland. So that's kind of good. And then also at the end, they're making this part where they give more of a moment to the end chorus where it's almost going to be you can imagine them walking out getting the crowd to clap along and creating a moment out of something that was kind of a general chorus yeah i agree i actually think the revamp did lift the song in general now staging wise we have a band (laughs) so it's not going to take too much imagination to figure out how this is going to be presented the front man himself he's got charisma and i think if he can nail his performance and be the focus of the performance it should bring it all together into a cohesive package Yeah, and also, there's a bit of um, pros and cons for this one next one, but obviously the pros. I think there is a place in this running order that can help if they nail it. Other than Norway hitting the, you know, opening it massively in that semi-final, there's a lot of songs in there that aren't going to, like, completely blow them out of the water beforehand. So, if they can make this really big and uplifting, there's a space for it to be able to do that. So, it can work. If they make it work. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's wedged between Portugal, up-tempo camp, and then Croatia, which God only knows what that is. So you're right. This has its own little unique spot where it can have its own identity, can't it? Particularly if you're not like the Portugal will be its own thing for people. Mm. And I think this might be a little bit more just, uh, this is what I'm expecting from watching Eurovision. Fair enough. Now, there will also be a lot of support for Ireland in Liverpool. So I expect their time on stage will be very enthusiastically greeted and cheered. And that could come across well for televoters on the TV as well. All right, well, let's go into some of the drawbacks, Mike. I'll start. Uh, It's all very nice. It's all kind of pleasant, and it's a decent little anthem, but it doesn't take you all the way of what you want from an anthemic big arena song. It's like 80% there at kind of best. Mm, Okay. For me, there's a predictability to this song that makes it sound very unoriginal and also very dated. Mm. Let's be honest, we've heard this before and we've heard it done better. Yeah, it's true. And look, I think already Ireland struggle in the public vote. They have. And I don't think this is going to be something that immediately gets people to want to pick up the phone, even with good intentions of people on the ground and a good supportive crowd. I just think you need to something to really go big to get the votes they said it last year after brook you can't just be good anymore you've got to be great and fantastic to get out of a semi Mm, and i'm not sure this song lends itself to being like big you know what i mean look even the band's persona they don't strike me as big i'm gonna say lyrically the song is an absolute cringe fest it's just full of cliches and hollow words so apart from that catchy chorus the rest is just dirt really isn't it it's awful yeah i know like the boys seem nice and they seem great and everything but i just think this is just something i'd expect out of denmark about five years ago um and by that i mean that vanilla that kind of it doesn't say anything it doesn't mean anything i would wanted more i think they've got it 
but maybe with working with said Swedish songwriter has really beiged it down a bit. I don't know. Anyway, I just don't think it's uh, it's going to grab that attention. Now, I hate mentioning videos uh, during these things because it's not a video contest, but the one they did release with this song is just awful. And the reason that worries me is because when it comes to staging choices, they just got to kind of be a little bit bold here. I just don't know if they've got it in them or got the creativity in them, judging off what we saw or what we've seen so far. Exactly, you're right. The video doesn't mean it, but it's more about the direction and the choices, the choices being made, mm. and who's who's advising them. Mm. What is going on here? That was a terrible choice. And then also the last one I've got is to absolutely flip on my first pros about the running order as much as even if they make that impact afterwards and people are like, yeah, okay, that was good. You're going to have Croatia straight after. And that could just make them completely forgettable. Even if people did enjoy them, one of the most up to that point, Croatia could just absolutely stamp on them and end any kind of goodwill they got from people. As always, Dale, it isn't just our opinions for our review and ranks, it's also that of the Aussie Vision team and what did they think of Wild Youth? Yes, the Aussie Vision team have ranked all the songs, first to 36, we don't vote for Australia, and out of the 36, they have ranked this 32nd. In the 30s. Bottom five. That's pretty cruel. Mm. Can't say I'm falling out of my chair, though. Yeah, look, it, it did have one top 10. Oh, it's interesting. <laughs> and it had eight in the 30s. Oh. So out of the 21 that we know. But, you know, that says a lot of people, the vast majority didn't mm. have it in the 30s, but it's just not a lot of people had it high. I imagine there's a lot of people who kind of like it without even getting close to loving it. Just too ashamed to say so. <laughs> All right, so who isn't ashamed to talk about Ireland this time? Well, the Vision contributors talking about it are Tim and Ruby. With Ireland this year, there is certainly something extremely anthemic and joyous about this song. It's got this great moment within the chorus where it feels like the music is just holding, 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 and then the We Are One comes in, and then the whole music feels like it just gets released, which is just a great moment within the song. There is a certain connection to this song that feels like I'm a part of the community. I feel like I'm part of a group. It feels, yeah, very anthemic and, yeah, what we are one, which is a great moment within the song. Eurovision is in Liverpool, so it's hard to exactly rule out a non-qualification for Ireland, but they are facing an uphill battle in regards to qualification. Who doesn't love a little bit of indie Irish rock? And that's exactly what Wild Youth with their song We Are One are doing this year. It's a really nice package. It is cohesive, it flows. There's not a lot going on in terms of big moments, but there's enough there to connect the audience to the song. On a stage, I'm really hoping that this is going to come together. No idea what they're going to do visually. They've done a couple of different interesting things so far with their video music video. But we can only hope that Ireland is geographically to an Australian, very close to the UK. So there might be some little hometown advantage, some friends hopping over to Liverpool. Hopefully this can really pop off in semi-final one and unite the crowd and get them going. Well, some interesting comments there, Dale. I have to say, Tim seems like he is getting that connection with the song and very much acknowledging that anthemic quality to it. 
Ruby seems keen on it, but I have to say, not completely convinced about what she was saying as well. That's a feeling I got. I think she made a really good point about the amount of Irish people that will be in Liverpool, giving it almost a hometown feel. Yeah, exactly. And I think basically, I think what Ruby's saying there is this has the ability to be a big kind of anthemic song in the stadium if they can pull it off and maybe the home crowd will help and give it that feeling that I think a lot of people are missing. But hey, um, Tim isn't. He holds on. He holds on all right, and then he gets his payoff. Mm. I'm not getting my payoff at this point. No, well, everybody relates to this music differently, don't they? All right, let's go into our rap and rank, Dale. Let's be honest, this entry hasn't had a good time since it was selected. It's been roundly panned, and rightfully so, for its dated feel and lack of originality. However, the Eurovision community doesn't totally reflect the general public. And I think there is an audience for this generic style pop rock. I'm not sure there'll be enough of them out there to get it out of the semi-final, but I don't think it's completely dead in the water either. It's twee, it's dated, it's unoriginal, but I don't think it's completely awful, to be honest. (laughs) I've ranked We Are One in 25th. Oh, 25th. It's not okay. too bad. That's that's not bad. I was kind of worried you were going to rank it kind of high. I think you'd been kind of threatening me that you were going to rank it high. I'm like, if you put this in the top 10, this is it. Podcast I do, over. I do walk around the house singing it, don't you I? Do, so you do. It, it kind of gets stuck in your head. It does. I think if you're in that kind of zone, I mean, that's in your grand final, essentially. Top hmm. 26. So, okay. All right. Well, for me, there is something I like here. I see what they're trying to do, but unfortunately, I just don't think it goes all the way. And it really needs to to have a chance to get out of this um, semi-final. And it's just, I don't know, you need this song to go absolute full pelt to really connect, I think, with audience, to really make them feel something. Otherwise, I think it could just wash over people without really paying too much attention to it on the night. The band seem like really nice guys, and I really wish them well. I really want to see Ireland and them do um, okay at Eurovision, but I'm kind of worried for them. I like it without liking it too much. 30th place. Okay, so it's in the 30s for you. I think you make a really good point. They do seem like genuinely nice guys. Yeah. They've even tweeted recently that they seem to be enjoying the journey. So good stuff. Keep enjoying it. Give it your all. That's all anyone can ask, right? Exactly. Exactly. And they are in a particularly tough semi-final. Do you know what? If they were in semi two, I wouldn't rule them out. I kind of feel I can rule them out of semi one at this point anyway. Pretty tough uphill battle, as Tim mentioned, to qualify there as well, I think, for Ireland. All right, well, look, it's uh, we're not feeling super hopeful for Ireland, but hey, it's always just great to be there, and there'll be a lot of fun in Liverpool, for a- sure. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to seeing this on stage. So am I. All right, catch you later. Thanks for joining us. As always, thanks for joining us, and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.